Hey, Welcome everybody. To, I, well, hey, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, actually, you go ahead. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. My name's Brandon. And I'm Craig. What happened? I don't know. I, I thought guess, I was doing it. I, I guess we both were trying to... Be impressive. The, I guess. On this cold, actually sunshiny uh, Monday morning here in central Ohio. I'm, I, when I got up this morning, it looked like my truck had been sitting in a freezer. I mean, there was some thick ice on it. And when I started it up, um, the old girl was like, mm-hmm. and she started up at 12 degrees, she said. Yeah, mine, mine said like 15, I think. But yeah, I had frost on my windshield like crazy. Yeah, it, but I'll be honest with you, it was gorgeous driving in this morning oh, yeah. because um, the sun was shining. Yep. The fields um, weren't snowy, but they had that. They were glistening. They were glistening, and it was almost like a Christmas card coming yeah, in here. It so, was. As much as I do not like the cold, and you know that I don't. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, it was absolutely gorgeous. So, yeah, um, yeah. but, um, I'm ready to move on to seventies. I hear that's coming up this weekend. High of 72 on Christmas. Awesome. Where are you going to be? I think it's down in, uh, I think it's in, uh, St. Vincent, uh, Florida or something, but right. yeah, I think somewhere. We're be, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. Christmas week. Christmas is here. Can you believe it? No, it feels like yesterday we were like, I don't know. The fair service? Even before that. It's like this year has just flown by. Dude, I'm telling you something straight up right now. It seems like, no lie, like a month ago we did the fair service. Mm -hmm. Do you realize the fair service was four months ago? That's crazy. Four. I mean, literally, I can almost see it like we just... Oh, yeah. And you know what's going to be before we turn around? And I know I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, we'll be at Easter. We're going to be at Easter. Exactly. And we're going to be talking about, can you believe it's Easter? Right. It was just Christmas Christmas yesterday. (laughs) Hey, but at least, hopefully, the weather will be good and you won't be complaining. Exactly. I think we've done a good job this year trying to connect um, Christmas and Easter together. Oh, I agree. I, I think that that's yeah. that's that's good. So um, I I um, I liked uh, when you brought up yesterday before communion again yeah. about the uh, the um, scene that I saw with a friend of mine um, when we were traveling in, through Harrison, Ohio. It was, oh my goodness, it's probably been eighteen years ago. Mm-hmm. And but the farmer had out in his yard. He had uh, the manger scene. Really nice manger scene, to be honest with you. Right. He had the cross, and he had the open tomb. There was like these lights on kind him. Linking there was like, them. Yeah. yeah, and then there was lights, uh, like white lights linking the manger to the cross to uh, the open tomb. That's awesome. Phenomenal. Yeah. That was all he had out there. And it just down mm-hmm. at the bottom, it had in, like lighted letters that said Merry Christmas. That's awesome. I thought it was great. Yeah. That's I thought, that's a guy that gets what Christmas is all about right there. Exactly. That's a guy that gets. So I thought, I, I, I really think that that was, um, the more that we can keep reminding people of that, the more I can be reminded right. of that because come on, let's, let's be realistic about this. We all get sidetracked with presents and just every songs and just, yeah, really just everything running here and there yes. and thinking about what we're going to do for, yeah, what, what's the service going to look like? And you, you know what I mean? Right. We lose the, right. um, uh, of what it's, of what it's to be. So, um, but yeah, I thought that's, that's been really good. And it has been good day yesterday. It was a good day yesterday. Lots of people, new people, yeah, new people, met, met some, met some new people yesterday mm-hmm. and second service was packed out. I asked the first service. Mm-hmm. I did both of them. I said, Hey, Who's, Who's ready, ready for, for Christmas? Christmas? About half and half on the first it was, service. It was still very, it was like, um, like you got, you have you guys, a week. Left. I said, you guys know you got a week, right? And so they kind of chuckled. And then the second service, I'm like, who's ready for Christmas? And they kind of let yeah. it go. Yeah. I'm like, all right, they're getting ready. So yeah. got to be ready by this weekend. Uh, it's yeah. coming. If you're not, 
it's going to pass you by. Exactly. So, so but yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Good this, so this weekend we've got, don't forget if you're here at RCC, we've got three identical services. Christmas Eve will be at three o'clock and five o'clock PM and then Christmas morning at 1030 AM. So pick one of those services come and let's worship together. Let's celebrate what God's done through Jesus and, mm-hmm. and it's going to be good. Yeah. I think it's going to be really good. And, um, I think it's just going to be, uh, you know, I've heard the weather report seriously coming up. Um, I've heard it all over. I've heard they a foot know. of snow. I've heard we're going to get rain. I heard we're going to get two inches. Here's what I suggest. Just let's get ready to worship God. Don't let the weather or anything keep you from doing what exactly. you know you need to be doing. And don't focus on what you can see. I'm talking to myself now. Right. But focus on what, what God has already done for us through Jesus Christ. So let's come out and worship and praise God. Pick one of the services or pick all three. That's I, right. Are you going to be at all three? I'm, I think I'm going to come to Is all that the three. plan? That's okay. the plan. I think I'm going to be at all three. <laughs> I plan to, too. Yeah. Right now, uh, Wonderground, Weather Underground's app is showing four inches total between Thursday and Friday. Really? Yep. Wonderground. Let's see what... Uh, so, yeah, the Weather Channel app is showing rain on Thursday. Okay. And one to three inches of snow on Friday. Well, that's not bad. So... I, I'd go with that one. So, we will get anywhere from zero to A 18 foot. inches. Exactly, right? Yesterday we uh, honored the uh, one and only Todd Norquist yeah. and Lynn, yeah. and I thought that went really well, and I thought uh, the reception and the fellowship hall was great. I went back, I can't remember, I think it was between the services. Right. Yeah, it was between the services because church has already started, and somebody looked at me and said, Do you, don't you have to be in there? And I was like, yeah, I'm on my way in. Right. But I was trying to get to You're Todd like, to remind in, him that, hey, don't forget to be here because... Literally, you were already halfway through the second song, and I'm like, he's got to get in there. So um, I had to snake my way through the crowd, right. and so um, it was jammed. And yeah, that's great. It was really good, and was the cake good. was. I didn't. I don't really eat cake, but but boy, that was good cake. I didn't. I didn't have. No, any you missed it, cake. bro. Yeah, you missed it. I ate too much this past weekend, mm. so I was trying to cut back. But then I went home and had a bunch of pasta. Well, pasta is good for you. It is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I've heard runners eat that, like, on their off days and to give them endurance. And as of late, every day's been my off day. So, I mean, that's good. I mean, you're not running or anything, are you? (laughs) No, so every day's my off day. Just running from Allie when she gets mad or something. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. Oh, goodness. So, So, um, what's going on with the uh, kids ready for Christmas? Excited? They've got three more days of school left, um, but yes, they are ready. I don't know, I guess. I mean, they've got a countdown. We've got a countdown to Christmas, which is, what, six days now? i got a countdown to spring. I'm sure you do. But anyway, go ahead. Well, Jordan has a countdown, though. She's like, she's like 18, this morning, she's like, 18 days until my birthday. Her birthday is January 5th, so that's what she's counting down. <laughs> good for her. But but no, they're good. They're ready. They're excited. Um, yeah, we're looking forward looking forward to Christmas. It's, oh, yeah. It's always fun, but. Oh, yeah. It's, um. It's always, I think it's always fun when you're with your kids yep. or grandkids or, you know, your kids are excited about yep. that. I know you guys are taking off on Christmas Day and, we are. and heading yonder. So, um, yep. heading down to the Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian Mountains. I had that discussion yesterday with a couple of people. So, really? Who? I mean, just random people or? Well, Wyatt brought it up or oh. Sue, one of them, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they agreed with Appalachian. They did. But they're from, they're, they're Buckeyes. So, you, you know. So far, you're outvoted. I'm outvoted, but I'm from there, so I should know how to pronounce it. Doesn't make it, it right, does it? I mean, doesn't make it right. Sometimes your vote doesn't make, you know, the election doesn't. We've always seen, make. we've seen that play out. Exactly, before. we 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Exactly. <laughs> so, but no, I guess I could say, um, um, we hope you enjoy this last podcast, podcast yeah. of Grounded. For the year. For the year. I was seeing if we could drag it on and, and make anybody. For the year. No yeah. one cares. They're like, oh, no, good. It's good. over. Oh, gosh. I don't want to put up with him for you know, my drive. So. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, but we will be taking next week off. Obviously, it'll be the day after Christmas. And we will be in Virginia spending some time with my parents and my family. And then the following week will be the day after New Year's. And so we'll take that week off as well. And then we'll kick back up the second week of, of January. Unless we get a wild hair. Unless we get a wild to, hair and do a, uh, you know, do one on. Tuesday or something. Yeah, I don't know. Keep, keep your eye out. We'll see what we can do. We might do something. Yep. We might not. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, have you, you know what you're getting for Christmas? Any idea? I'm getting nothing for Christmas. That's what I, that's what I would assume, but, um, I made Ali mad. Yeah, no, I, I don't need anything. I sound like Justin Bieber, bro. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of that, are you going to wear your Justin Bieber jammies on Pancakes and Jammies Day for the kids when they do their – on January 1st? Sadly, I don't have any Justin Bieber jammies. Oh, you will. You will. Will you wear them? Oh, gosh. I don't know, man. That would be awesome if you did. Did you really order them? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, don't either. You just have to – He have sent to me wait. a picture. Of these Justin Bieber, they were pink and had hearts on them. They were jammies, and I'm like, <laughs> "It was." Here's the thing: that was more you than you've ever been. Those jammies, <laughs> not at all, <laughs> not I, at all. You know, we haven't talked about you know your, your Justin Bieber. You've talked about your Bryce Harper. You've talked about your yoga pants. We haven't wait, done that this. I would wear Bryce Harper jammies over Justin Bieber jammies any day of the with week with hearts on them. Like with hearts on them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, and don't be shocked if you don't get some Justin Bieber jammies. Oh goodness. That's Large, great. right? Jordan, medium. Well, they only come in girl size, so I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, probably okay. large. <laughs> oh gosh. I will not. Just make them 10-12s, I'll give them to Jordan. <laughs> She's like, I don't even like Justin Bieber. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's um, just not right. Yeah. Anyway, let's go to the next That should be a good Sunday though. Pancakes. And yeah, it really PJs should. and pancakes for the kids on, on January 1st. Yeah. And by the way, since we're talking about January the 1st, um, we are, those of you who are listening, one service on January the 1st. It's going to be at 1030 in the yep. morning. So bring your uh, young kids and over in the um, in the kids uh, department, they're going to be doing Pancakes and Jammies Day or Jammies and Pancakes. PJs and, PJs and Pancakes. PJs and Pancakes. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And yesterday you said we can all wear our PJs. We can all wear our PJs. That's Boy, I tell you what, that would be rough for some of us. It would be. Yeah. It would be rough. It would be. Wear the bunny slippers and house robe and sounds good. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> sounds comfy. So yeah, that's that's well, that'll be good. That'll be coming up. Hey, we're drinking coffee. This was given to us a while back ago. Yeah, we drink it. Um, it's probably it's been, been a, a little over a month, month now. Yeah, yeah. I was digging around rooting for coffee. I'm like, what are we gonna drink? What are we gonna have? So we're going. We're kind of sifting back through. Some of you have so graciously given us coffee over the last you know several weeks or months or whatever, and we still have some of that. And so trying to. Um, so I pulled this one out, and this was from a Brent and Maria. Yep. And um. I can't remember the name of it. I can't, the artisan something is from Cincinnati. It's from Cincinnati. So you know it has to be. Here we go. <laughs> it has to be better than most coffees if it's from the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. If you say so. Well, I'm just. It's pretty good though, right? I'm just thankful it doesn't taste like Skyline. Dude, you don't know what you're missing. 
You eat deer. So yeah. I don't know why you don't eat Skyline. <laughs> right? I'll eat Skyline. I just like Skyline on the dogs. I don't like it on the spaghetti. Like that for me is, it's more, it's better on hot dogs than it is spaghetti. Mm. You need to get their chili bowl. It's really good. Okay. Cheese chilitos are really good too. Okay. Really good. That's usually what I get. Yeah. Cheese chilitos or the chili bowl. Chili bowl is all this world. If you say so. Dude. You eat deer and you eat tacos. How can you not eat Skyline? We eat tacos every Tuesday. I know. I get a picture. Every Tuesday. And my response is, (laughs) barf. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You don't don't know what's good for you. Yeah, I know. So it's kind of sad. This is our last uh, podcast of the year. And, um, you know, we're moving to 2023. I can't believe that. I mean, I I think about that and. You know, think about how time, how time just goes so mm-hmm. fast. This is a, this is our fifth Christmas here, which seems almost possible. I, I it's just gone really fast. The time's right. just gone super slow, but if I look back, it's gone really fast. And, um, so it's just hard to believe this is the, uh, the fifth Christmas. Um, yesterday, I won't tell you who, we were walking down the hallway and somebody came up to me and said, Hey, good job with the sermon. Um, uh, today they said, uh, you know, I know it has to be hard for you to come up with something fresh every single Christmas. And I looked at him, I said, yeah, that's the reason why I had Todd and Brandon <laughs> I speak the first two weeks. So it would leave me open. But I like the, I like this, um, as we get into this, I like the series that, that we did. And, um, I think it was just, um, it was, you know, we, we called it Oh Night Divine. Mm-hmm. And it is an Oh Night Divine. It, 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 the Night Divine is not just about that night. Right. It's about the entire the, life the of Jesus and what he up to that night. Exactly. And it's after everything. that night. Yeah. And so, you know, I like, I like the aspects of what we have picked through this series. And so if you come Christmas weekend, I'm going to pick a different aspect. Uh, we're not actually going to, we're going to look at, literally, it's a couple of days after Jesus Christ was born. And so, uh, it's, it's one of the parts of the, uh, Christmas account mm-hmm. that I don't think we talk about a lot. Right. It's there. Right. And I know people have read it. But we don't really talk about it, and I think it's so important when it comes to these two people. It's a male and a female, and um, when it comes to these two, uh, what they had done, wait, waiting for Jesus's arrival, and then yep. the response that to what Jesus did. And... So I am, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Plus, you are too. I'm not going to go as long, so that's what you say. I'll believe it when I see it. It's right, kind of like yeah. the snow. You know, whatever happens, I'll believe it when when it starts snowing. <laughs> I'll believe. You're so you know, yeah, it's like you know, the forecast for Sunday uh, for this weekend is like 15 minutes for me. But you're like, hey, this could be 12 minutes, or this could be 37 minutes. Exactly. And the forecast for this weekend could be four inches, or 12 inches, or rain. You know, exactly. or, what, you get what you get, right? Exactly. So. Yeah. No, it was it was a good day yesterday. It was a good message, I thought. And um, but you're right, time does fly. This will be our 13th year here. Whoa, I know, right? So what are you, like 23 when you came here? Mm, 24, yeah. 24? No, it was 25. I don't know. Really? In 2010, I would have been 25, yeah. Okay. Yep. When I came here, let me think about this. When I came here in May of uh, 18, right? Yes. So I had just came here um, a couple months prior to me turning 53. So I was 52 when I came here, so... Fifty-two, yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, that means I'm only three years from sixty. I'm less than two and a half years from forty. 
Good for you. Right? <laughs> but isn't 60 the new 50? It's like the new 40, I think. That's what I've heard. 40 is the new 20. I actually did hear it's getting younger. I don't, I right. don't know why. You know, if you look at it, um, I know we're drifting a little bit, so just bear with us today. We're, we're hey, this is our last podcast last one, for the so year. We can listen we to want. it or, you know, you know, and just enjoy it. And, but at least we're not talking about baseball. That's right. Yet. Yet. But yeah, I did hear that the other day. Uh, you know, 60s, the new 40, 50s, the new 30. Um, what would be 30? The new 10? I don't know. Uh, the new 15? I, I, I don't know either. I mean, 30 was tough for me. 12, uh, like, I'm not worried. Is the new zero? I, I yes. what is that? I'm not worried about 40. Like, I'll be fine when I hit 40 here in a few years, but 30 was tough for me because I wasn't in my 20s anymore. Like, yeah. I struggled with that. Once I got there, once my birthday passed, I was fine, but like weeks leading up to it, like, I don't get anxiety, but I was like, oh, I'm going to be 30. I'm going uh, to tell you something. You have not even begun to enjoy life yet because when I hit 40, mm-hmm. from 40 to 45, it was the best time of my life. And and I say this because of, here's the deal. The kids were at the point where we could actually leave them alone. Right. Hey, we're going to run out. We're going to be gone a few hours. Don't burn the place down. Don't call us unless you need us. There you go. And you could trust them and you could go out and get things done. Right. And that was great. You didn't have to just keep an eyeball on them all the time. And the other part of it was is 40 to 45, you're not young but you're not old right you're right. right in that that it's like almost the sweet part of the mm-hmm. bat because now people are starting to listen to you more they're like oh well you know he's 42 years old yeah so uh, he he might be right about this you know i could say the same thing when i was 22 they'd be like he doesn't know what he's talking about at all right now they still say that sometimes but that's just me that's what i it say it's true well and a couple other people i know of, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so so yesterday you talked about reality a little bit as we're talking about reality kind of setting in with our ages and stuff but you talked a little bit that was kind of the main common theme but um you you talked about I'll let you hit that off there with that that first quote kind of where where you went with the things today with the what? The things today. The the common setting was the first thing. Yeah, that, the uh we had um you know I I really wanted us to take a look at the um just the I think I mentioned a couple times yesterday to try to look at Jesus, try to look at the Mary and Joseph and this whole story from a kind of a realistic point of right. view. Because I think sometimes we see the plastic mangers, we see the little cutesy mangers, we see the cartoons, right. we see we see all this, we see them out in the yard. It, it it becomes like the one ear out the other. It becomes we've seen it, but you're not really seeing it right. anymore. But how do you make these guys come alive? Mm-hmm. How do you make them come alive? And they have to come alive. And so you try to put a realistic spin on, you know, Mary, uh, Jesus and all that. So I started off saying that this was a very common setting and yeah. this, it is common. Yeah. I mean, you can't get more common than a stable, right? Mm-hmm. And hay and animals and <laughs> manure. I mean, it's and, just common as you know, all get out. And that's the thing out. is, you know, I told you before we came on, it's like, I've tried to read the account of Christmas in a different light this year. Yeah. Um, but you look at that and people of that day, they were expecting the Messiah. They were waiting for the Messiah, but they expected him to come in royalty. Mm -hmm. They expected him to come in power as a leader Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, in a a royal mm -hmm. line in that family. And he didn't, I mean, he did not, he did. He he was a descendant of David, um, as it said he would be, but he came to a a carpenter and a 13 year old girl. And that's pretty much it. And, um, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this, both services are one or none. I I know I was thinking about it, but, you know, most 
people believe that Joseph was somewhere between 28 and 40. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that he was around 30 or 33 years old, so that would make it – he's a lot older than her. Yeah, yeah. But when you look at the scope of, you know, if Mary's 30 and he's 45, it doesn't seem so bad. Right. But when she's 13 and he's 31 right. or two, that's a little bit more difficult to, yes. to swallow. But I love Max Lucado's quote. Mm-hmm. And he says um, – this is what he says. He says, perfection out of imperfection, majesty in the midst of mundane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a really good quote. I love, that. I love that word mundane. That really stuck with me yesterday. Yeah. It's like – you know, that's what, as you, you read that and as you think about it and the stable and the, you know, like you said, the, the angels could have went to anyone, but they didn't. They went to the shepherds first. Went to the shepherds. You uh, know? And, and you mentioned this, um, did you mention this before we went on the podcast or, uh, or were we rehashing something we've already talked about that the entire, I don't know if we planned this because we didn't really, but this entire series is basically coming out of the book of Luke. Right. I think it, I said that before we before, started. Before, and we, and yeah. it is. Pa, you know, Todd, I know Todd you Todd was it. in Luke 2. I was in Luke 1. You were in Luke 2 yesterday. Yeah, and I'm going to be in Luke again yep. uh, next week. But here's what Luke 2, verses 1 through 4 says. And you guys know this story so well, but try to listen to it with new ears. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house in the line of David. Mm -hmm. It's very... Luke is a very good writer. Yes, he is. Because and we all have to realize something about Luke. He is detailed. Mm -hmm. So here's what Luke is doing. I never mentioned this yesterday in this whole thing, but... In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree. So he's calling, here's the history of this. So anybody, it's almost like Luke is trying to, Luke is thinking down the road. He's not right. just pinning a diary, but he is actually thinking people might be reading this years from now. Mm-hmm. So what, what do I want people to know 200 years from now? Well, Caesar Augustus issued this decree and then he mentions who the governor was. It was Quirinius. So he's trying to show you, here's the sink. This is this is exactly the time and the space that that this right. happened. Right. I love Luke. I love him. Yeah, and that's what you know. When I talked about it um, last week, I, I said you know Luke was a physician. He paid attention to detail. He had to, you know, with his trade, and so that you know then overflows into his writing. and And I think it's great because we do have detail that we you don't get in some of the other gospels. Right. Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of, you know, good information and some good detail in other areas, but especially when it comes to the birth of the Messiah, yeah. you know, there's no detail like, like there is in Luke. Well, you, you look at, um, you look at this whole account, you know, we've, you've already mentioned Mary and most Bible scholars believe that she was 13 or 14 tops, maybe yeah. 15. Yeah. Everybody is right around the 13 year yes. old. Yeah. Um, but it, also you got to look at Joseph. I mean, Joseph's a very, a very common man. I mean, he would be your hardworking blue collar carpenter. I mean, he's a carpenter. He comes from Nazareth. I mean, I picture Nazareth being, you know, somewhere located in the Appalachian Mountains. Appalachian. And, um, you know, he's kind of, it's kind of a hick village, to be honest with you. And, and even the Bible says, what, what, what's the saying? You know, can anything good come from can Nazareth? Good come from- so here comes Joseph. Here comes Joseph. Right. The, Earthly father mm-hmm. of the Messiah. And he's a carpenter. He's a carpenter for, for corn sake. Yeah, there it is for corn sake. There it is for corn sake. Well, and you, you talked about that, you know, like, you know, let's try to, 
to you know picture this in really the setting that it was. I think the here's you know kind of a little plug for this. The Chosen with a couple of their Christmas specials have done a really good job of you know, I think really displaying Mary and Joseph for what they what they were. Uh, obviously, so. the one that they just did last year, they used the same Mary that they did in The Shepherd. Um, and so she's a little older, but they did their best to make her look yeah. younger. And she, uh, honestly, I think, you know, just with uh, probably maturing and just really studying that part, of there, there were some things in there that, like, I caught. I've watched it two or three times this mm-hmm. season already, but, like, she did a really good yeah. job of, of portraying Mary. And so they've got The Shepherd, which was um, Dallas Jenkins' pilot episode that really kind of got the ball rolling um, with the chosen stuff. And then last year they did The Messengers, which was uh, really all about that night. Yeah. Um, and so a couple of really good, and, and that one was, yeah, just really well done. Yeah. The guy that got to play Joseph, I thought was good. Yes. I thought he was a good Joseph. Yep. I thought that's the, that's, mm-hmm. that's the kind, he don't have him too old and he's not too young. Correct. He's kind of, he, you know, he, he's kind of like in that wheelhouse of 30 to 35, yes. you know, it looks like that, you know, that's about what, you know, he should be. But, um, you know, you, you, when you're looking at all this, um, you know, I, I think if you and I, and I mentioned this yesterday, I really believe if you and I were on the planning committee of yeah. Jesus Christ's arrival, mm-hmm. it would have been totally different. I mean, I mean, think about it. The Messiah is coming into this world. He is the creator of this universe. He's the king of this world. And if I was going to have Jesus come to this world, it's not going to be to Bethlehem or right. Judea. Right. It's going to be to, if it's going to be in that area, it's going to be to Rome, mm-hmm. uh, Jerusalem. Yep. It's going to be some power play city where people are going to actually know not this Bethlehem yeah. of Judea is not exactly. going to happen. But here's what, uh, but God picked that. And Luke chapter two, verses five through seven says, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them in the end. Yeah. So, yeah. So you got to get the picture and this is where you do it. You have to make Mary and Joseph and the reality of this come alive. Because if you don't, this is going to be just like a Christmas card or it's right. going to be like a movie. It's almost kind of like I see it, but I'm not really seeing it. Right. So you have to picture here's here they are. They're, they're engaged. Joseph is probably 30 to 35. Mary's 13. Think about it. 13-year-old girl. Yeah. And she's pregnant. If you know any 13-year-old girls who become pregnant and it yeah. happens, um, not a good stigma that goes right. with that. And in so, that day or in this day, not at all. And I, you know, it happens a lot in, mm-hmm. but here's the thing. If a girl is 13 years old and Mary was 13 years old and, and she's pregnant and expecting, you know, that there are people talking bad about her. Exactly. We know people, mm-hmm. they talk bad about anybody, any, any, any era, any generation. Yep. And so, you know, they're looking at her, they might be smiling at her face, but as she walks off, they're huddling their group. Can you believe that? Can you believe what Mary has done? Absolutely. She says that she's a virgin. Oh yeah. How can that be possible? You know, right. so not only does she have to put up with the wagging tongues and the raised eyebrows, now they, people are not going to believe her because she's a virgin. And my, I think my question was, would you believe her? Would you believe her if it was your niece or if it was your daughter? And she said, hey, I'm I'm expecting, but I'm still a virgin. You're going to be like, no. Right. This is something, man, because you got to put yourself in the realistic uh, position of Mary and Joseph and also the people that she's talking to. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, when you m- mentioned, you know, the whole thing with Elizabeth last week, you know, Mary 
Mary needed to see somebody. Mm-hmm. Mary had to go talk to somebody. I, I like that, yeah. that God gave her that person here. She believed For her. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. If anybody would have understood what she was going through, Elizabeth would, because Elizabeth wasn't expecting to have a child either. And exactly. She was pregnant. But I wonder what Mary sometimes thought. You know, Mary, Mary's 13 years old, but she seems to be a little bit more on the mature side mm-hmm. as I read about this. Yes. She just, I think that God picked her for a reason. Just her response. She's holy. You know, she's, you know, she's everything you've said about me come true. Exactly. So, but I wonder if Mary thought, <laughs> this is the best God could do. I mean, this right. is his son. This has been such a powerful event. An angel come to visit me and I got to go into Bethlehem, whether she rode a donkey or walked, I have no idea. And 80 miles, she gets there and they can't find a place to stay. You would think that at least, she's probably thinking at least God could pick the best room in right. Bethlehem for us to stay exactly. in where there's going to be whatever. But we go outside mm-hmm. where in, into a dirty sheep pen. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that brought me to the verse that we read yesterday in Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. And, and I really, I think this is an awesome verse for us because it says, "For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Mm. How's that stick with you? <laughs> it's convicting because so often it's like I feel like I know best, like I know what right. needs to happen or I, I know what needs to take place next. And it's like, but God's like, eh, don't put the cart before the horse because... I know better than you know. It may not end up the way that you think it's supposed to end up. Yeah, and I and I and I think I said yesterday. I'm like, let me all remind you guys that God is in control. Yeah, He's in control then. He's in control now. Yeah, and I don't think sometimes we look at because Mary could have thought God is out of control. He has no idea what's taking place here, and we could think the same thing today. Yep. God has no idea what's going. On. He has no idea what's going on in the government, my life, my health, mm-hmm. my finances, my family. No, He does. He knows exactly what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. And so this is the reality of Christmas for us. Yeah. You know, there's things in our life where we think, you know, like Mary is like, wonder what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And here we are thinking, thinking the same one, thinking the same thing. So I don't want to backtrack, but I want to backtrack. You go for it. So you opened with a story and you talked yeah. about this Christmas program that took place yeah. and how, you know, you had this lady who was the director of the Christmas program and yeah. everything had to be just perfect, prim and proper, year in and year out. And there were kids that got left out of the program yeah. every year and um, and ended up being this little team that got together and they met and they made this ruling of saying, you know, no kid would be left out of the program. Right, right. And the lady got mad and in a huff, she quit. She wasn't going to direct the program. And so some of these mothers, you know, took it on. And you said there were like, what, 20, 20 yeah, some sheep, sheep and 25 wandered, shepherds wandered and through the auditorium right, yeah. and all kinds of stuff that was just out of place. And then, you know, they're, they're coming through and the sheep are wandering around and the shepherds are kind of walking around the other outside aisles. And it just seems like it's kind of chaos. And the narrator reads from what version was it? Uh, instead of the King James, he reads from the new, the new, uh, new good, uh, the good, good news, news version. Yeah. And, um, and so as Mary and Joseph were making their way in, you know, she, she reads something along the lines of, you know, and, and, you know, Joseph, um, was, went to register, and, went to register who was, and he was engaged to be married to Mary who was, was pregnant. Pregnant, yeah. And he said that, you know, Joseph stops, right. looks at Mary with a disgusted look on his face, looks out in the audience, finds his parents in the audience, and he was like, married? What? Married or pregnant? 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 Pregnant. What do you mean pregnant? What do you mean pregnant? (laughs) And they everybody just busts up laughing, and the the lady that was you know 
the prior director was sitting there like you know shaking her head like, see and, i told you, you know, so yeah you know, she was thinking to herself i told you so and they went through and as they began to sing you know the kind of the closing songs the oh, holy night, night and silent yeah. night the shepherds and the sheep they all found their way and they mm-hmm. sat down with the, where they were supposed to and um and, and kind of toward the end as everything was just kind of really quiet Every, everyone was kind of in awe i think this old lady who maybe had hearing aids or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. She always spoke louder than what she, she thought should, she was yeah. speaking. She leaned over to her husband and she said, perfect. This is absolutely perfect. perfect. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, sometimes God's, God's thoughts, God's ways, you know, you look at that. Yep. They're, they're greater than ours. Yep. He knew exactly what he was doing by not sending Jesus in authority, exactly. in royalty, in, in whatever that people imagined the Messiah was going to come. He yep. knew exactly what he was doing. It was perfect. Yep. I uh, almost didn't tell that story yesterday, but it is a good story. It's a very good story. Yep. And um, I was listening to go along with what you just said. Um, I, I, I'm not going to be, I'm going to botch this up. So I'm just going to tell you the first line. I heard something uh, yesterday that somebody had sent me and I thought it was absolutely um, awesome. It's like, I prayed for, I prayed to God for strength, but God gave me, um, troubles and rough circumstances to make me strong. And I'm thinking, you know, we ask God for strength and, you know, we think that God's just going to give us strength without anything to deal with it. What God's going to do is he's going to put you through something exactly. to answer your prayer. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what else the guy said that he prayed for. I prayed for um, wisdom, mm. but God put me in situations where I had to decide between good and evil, right and wrong, and what what's the response that God wants. So even if you pray for something... You're not going to get your prayer answered the way you think you're going to get it. You think you're just going to automatically get it. But I really believe that God wants you to to find him in the middle of the answered prayer. Yeah. And so this is a very difficult, that's a very difficult way. So God's ways are totally different than, than our ways 100%. So yep. um, I actually said the second point was this was an extraordinary event. Exactly. And it really was. It changed the, uh, changed the entire world. And, um, I tried to ask people, let's picture Jesus Christ as a baby. Let's make Jesus Christ a baby for a minute. And I did my best and, you know, the best I could as a guy, but, right. um, but I asked, I said, do you guys think that Jesus was six or seven pounds? Do you think that maybe he was cute, hmm. soft? Yawning, crying, sleeping, a soft spot on his head. Did he change his, did, what kind of, they didn't have pampers or pull-ups. So right. what kind of diapers did Jesus wear? And, you know, he's probably all those things, but he was God in the flesh who came to this world to die for our sins, walk out of that tomb to change our lives forever. Mm-hmm. And, um, John 1.14 says, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who's come from the father, full of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. This was God. This yep. is what God did for us. Um, exactly. I um, I read a little bit from Max Lucado's uh, book um, that he wrote. God came near. I'm kind of shocked how I asked how many people have read that book, and like only one person shot their hand up. So um, I was shocked that. Yeah. I mean, I know it's an older book, right? But uh, I would have thought. Say, that, I've read a few Max's books, but not that one. It's really good. It's one of his better ones, I think, that I, I mean, I like. Right, right. I Man, I know he's a good writer. Yeah. I really hear him. I'd rather read him than definitely. listen to him. He's so. definitely a better writer than he definitely. is an orator. But I, 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 let me read this real quick. He says, this is what he says, if I can see it. It says, um, he says, he looked like anything but a king, majesty in the midst of mundane, holiness in the, in the, in the filth of sheep manure, divinity entering, entering on the world 
entering the world on the floor of a stable through the womb of a teenager in the presence of a carpenter. This mm-hmm. baby overlooked the universe in his golden throne room had been abandoned for the favor of a dirty sheep pen. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the city hums. The merchants would be unaware that God has visited their planet. The uh, innkeeper would never believe that he just sent God out in the cold. And the people would scoff if, they, if you told them that the Messiah lay in the arms of a teenager girl, teenage girl on the outskirts of their village. They were all too busy to consider the possibility. And those who missed their majesty's arrival that night missed it not because of evil or malice. I like this. Not really, but I do. But no, they missed it simply because they were not looking for it. Hmm. And little has changed in 2,000 years. For sure. So I asked everybody, what are you missing? What are you missing with Jesus? What are you missing with the Messiah? Because not because you're evil, not because you're malice, because Mm -hmm. you're just not looking for Jesus. You're looking at everything else except for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be the tune of the world, doesn't it? You know, it's like so busy. We're so, and they look for answers other than Christ, no matter where they go. It's got to be through this. It's got to be through this. Got to be through some social justice movement. Got to be through this program. Got to be, got to be through this religion. Or I like the, no, it's only through Jesus Christ. Yep. And the great deception of Satan is to get you to think that it's anything but Jesus Christ. So right. I don't want to miss Jesus. For sure. I don't want to miss what Jesus wants to do in, you know, Absolutely. in my life. So yeah. And so, and it was an extraordinary event, you know, um, Todd mentioned, talked about this in week one, but in Luke chapter two, verses eight through nine says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. I love that because, you know, I, that's, when you read that, that's the, I said that God, you know, did a couple or yeah. extraordinary things in this announcement. He went to the shepherds, and so, you know, we talk about the shepherds. What, what are the shepherds? Right. I mean, what are they? They're, they're not the upper crust. No, they're the, lowest of low and nobody's going to listen to them. I mean, nobody's going to go for them for what economic advice or, you know, what should you do in the town or what, what should we do here? They're, they're, they're not the movers and the shakers. They're just blue collar workers. And, you know, if let's admit it, if you and I were planning it, Hey, let's go to Caesar Augustus, right? Let's go to Quirinius. Let's go to Kings and Queens and Mm -hmm. rulers. And, you know, all those who have some power, right? Let's send this, let's send the Messiah there, but that didn't happen. In Luke 2, verses 10 through 12, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Awesome story. The second extraordinary event was to the wise men. The wise men to the magi. In Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, it says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. It's awesome. I mean, it's just the whole, the way the whole story just got, you know, plays out and, um, um, but here, you know, there, this is the contrast between the shepherds and the wise men. Mm-hmm. I mean, the wise men have money, they have power, they, they're educated, they're, yep. Probably the upper crust. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people think that, you know, you, when you, in the nativity scenes, which they didn't come to the nativity. Exactly. But when you see the wise men in the Christmas story, they're usually on, on camels. On camels. Yeah. Most Bible scholars say that they're going to be riding on horseback. 
and that they had a fleet of horses, that they they were horsemen. They were some of them had cattle. They, these guys were the upper crust of um, of society, and um, but you have to remember that um, with this announcement of to the shepherds and to the wise men, God's just saying Jesus for everybody. Exactly, everybody. Exactly, rich or poor, mm-hmm. educated, uneducated, Jew, Gentile. Every single person mm-hmm. is included um, in this announcement, and I and I love that. And then I tried to say, well, let's talk about some application for us, right? And how do you apply the Christmas story? I mean, this is really we've heard it so much. How do mm-hmm. you actually apply the Christmas story? Because it has to have some application for our life, for sure. To, to 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 be real, to get the reality of of what God wants us to do, and um, so I um I told um, everybody we have to be perceptive, yeah. Let's be perceptive. And um, we, we need to, in that perception, how you do that is that you have to have the capacity to see life from God's point of view. Right. Things aren't always the way that they appear to us, to our human No, because eyes. we always see things from our point of view. It's our reaction, our thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my worries, my anxieties, my situation, circumstances. We look at it from an inward point of view. But how do you want to get godly wisdom? Well, you got to look at through the lens of God, the, the eyeglasses of God and how he actually th- sees things. And um, that's really difficult to do. Right. I think. Right. Super difficult. Yeah, it is for us. You went back into the Old Testament and, and you looked at, you know, Samuel. Right. Who was to anoint the new king. First Samuel chapter 16, beginning in verse 6, it says, When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have, I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. A lot of good stuff in that verse. Yeah. A lot of good things that God and, yeah. and, and Samuel, Samuel looked at him. I mean, and, and you said it yesterday. You know, Bible scholars think that Eliab was probably chiseled and, and muscular, muscular, and tall, tall broad-shouldered, narrow. Looked ways. like a leader. Looked like a leader. And Samuel's like, "Oh, surely this is the guy." And God's like, Mm-mm, "Don't, don't look with human eyes." Exactly. Exactly. Look at the heart. And then First Samuel sixteen eleven b through thirteen, we see this. You know, Samuel goes down through the line of brothers from the oldest to the youngest. He's like, "Is there any more?" And says, "Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives." So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health. We're talking about David here, and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, "Rise and anoint him." This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. I love it. I love this story. And 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 the thing that Bible tells us about David is that it says that he is a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. But I said yesterday, but would anybody agree with me that David was a goof up too? Right. He oh, messed absolutely. up a lot. Yeah. So that gives me hope. Gives me hope because I'm a goof up too, right? And um, you know, so you know, if you if you have perception, you don't see a small shepherd boy, and you mm-hmm. see a leader, you see a king, you yeah. see somebody that God wants a man after God's own heart. And if you have perception for the Christmas story, count, then you don't see Jesus as this helpless tiny right. baby. Yep. You see him as the Messiah, the King of the world, the person who's going to mm-hmm. die for your sins and walk out of that grave and conquer sin and death forever, right? And to know as well, I think, you know, looking at that account with David, God's timing, 
God's timing's not always our timing. Exactly. You know, Samuel anoints David as the next king. Where does what does David do next? He goes back to the sheep. He goes back to the flocks. Yeah, it's years between years, the time years. he's anointed and the time he actually becomes years. the king. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was all God's timing. Timing of God. You know, you always have to remind yourself of that, even now. Yeah. Even at this stage of the game with me, what's the timing of God? Right. Because sometimes my timing is way off. Right. And God's timing is way off for mine. And so who gets the uh, final say? Right. It's going right. to be God, right? right? So number two, I said you got to be alert. And, um, you know, you have to be alert what God's going to do in your life every single day. Right. You have to be alert. You mm-hmm. you have to be watching for it. I think I so, you have to be looking. Yeah, exactly. You, we get so caught up in us. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. The American people are the most selfish individuals on the pay, face of the planet. We, Even though things aren't great, we have it better than anybody in the world. We have been overly right. so blessed. Yep. We have no idea how blessed we actually are. So when something does get out of kilter, it, it's mostly... I'm inconvenienced. Right. The weather, for one thing. You know, gotta go up and start my car. I'm wasting gas. I'm just inconvenienced, right. you know? But you can make a whole mountain out of a tiny little molehill. Mm-hmm. So I, um, you know, I said, you might get up tomorrow morning and you think it's gonna be a routine day. And all of a sudden, maybe your mom calls you. Mm-hmm. Says your dad's had a heart attack. Yeah, get to the hospital. We, he's on his way. Um, you know, you maybe called in this week and say, hey, we're gonna let you go from your job. And sorry, we have to do this this time of the year, but, your job's getting eliminated and you know what what do you do yeah. how do you handle those things it's very difficult because these are terrible extraordinary events that come in, in into our life and um or it could be good news right i'm getting married um going to have a baby um not that stage of my game but you know right. you know what i mean right. Right. i'm on the honor roll you know anything that's that it can be good news yeah. um like that so you always have to be alert to what God is going to do, even in your circumstances, in your relationships, in your life. And even if maybe somebody you don't know, be alert to what God is going to have you do in somebody's life that you have no idea who they are. Right. That he's going to place right. them right oh, right in front of you. Are you going to ignore it or are you going to do something with that? You right. know? So uh, the third thing I put is you need to trust. Mm-hmm. And this is this is actually it. Right. And, and I if, if you take a step back and look at, at all of those we've mentioned, you know, look at Joseph, look at Mary, even look at the shepherds. They they were probably wigging out a little bit. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. they're out in the middle of nowhere, and this being shows up, um, and it's like, hey, don't be afraid, you know. And he tells them what's going to happen, and they they trust. Right. They're like, well, let's go see this. If 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 this you know this angel said this is going to happen, let's go see it. You look at Mary. You look mm-hmm. at Joseph. They trusted Elizabeth. You know, we talked about Elizabeth and Zachariah last week. They trusted. Exactly. Um, the Magi. They kept. They probably had better things to do than travel as far as they did. Exactly. You know, on horseback, on camel. Whatever I'd like to know it was. more about them. Actually, to be honest that, with you, that would be yeah. yeah, for sure. But you, you realize that you have to trust. Mary had to trust God in the middle of this whole. This is chaotic to her. Exactly. I mean, she's a, she's young. She has to trust God. Mm-hmm. And I think that you and I have to do the same thing. Yeah. We have to trust God no matter what. I love the John Piper quote. <laughs> yeah. Right. I love most John Piper quotes as long as I can understand them, but he said, Those are hard, yeah. since God seldom moves in the dramatic or even fast, and you said, you know, how often does God move fast for us? Exactly. You know, for our timing. He said, it's so easy for us to get bogged down by our own expectations. There it is again, our own expectations. Mm-hmm. When that happens, that leads to discouragement. He's right. And so we have to trust. We have yeah, to we have trust, trust God that his timing's right, that his ways are right, that his, you know, the outcome's going to be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. correct for us, even if it's maybe different than what we think it should mm-hmm. 
I, I threw in Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, and yep. I almost didn't do this, but you know what? I actually saw this differently if, um, about a month and a half ago. Okay. It, I've heard it so much in my life, right. and I've seen it on plaques and, yep. you know, bumper stickers and, you know, wall hangings and everything else, but this actually hit me differently. Mm-hmm. And here's what it says. Trust in the Lord with all, all. your heart. Do not depend upon your own understanding. Would that be my expectations, mm-hmm. my feelings, my emotions? That'd be my understanding, right? right? Okay. Seek this will in all you do. And we talked, I talked a few weeks ago, last week of February, what God's general will is yep. for our life. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Yeah. Do not be impressed with your own wisdom. I would take that as, again, my, Don't what I feel like I know, than, my, right. my expectations. Yep. My, okay. Instead, fear the Lord, which means what? Come in all of God and, you know, give him the glory and honor and, and then turn away from evil. Whole different look for me right now. Yep. Seen it totally different than I have in 25 years. Yep. And it, it's amazing. So trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend upon your own understanding. Right. And I really believe when I read that about a month and a half ago, that verse was talking straight to me. Mm-hmm. Straight to me. Yeah. Because there was, there's been some things in my mind that I've been going over that I, I've been trying to physically understand that I just don't. Right. So I'm up to trusting God that he knows what he's doing. Right. That he's already got this and he's out in front of it. So that's hard to do. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it's really yeah. hard to do. You can't, it is really hard to do. So, um, it, it, you just have to trust God no matter what mm-hmm. happens in your life. Yeah. And, um, I close with a powerful scripture. I love this scripture. It's very good. My goodness. Isaiah 12 verses two through five. God has come to save me and I will trust in him and, and not be afraid. The Lord God is my strength and my song and he has given me victory. With joy you will drink deeply from the fountain of salvation. In that wonderful day you will sing, thank the Lord, praise his name, tell the nations for what he has done. Let them know how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord and, and he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Mm. Is that not an awesome That's verse? I love great. that verse. I love it. It's, it's and, and and I love that because it's a progression. Yeah. First, you trust. Yes. And in your trusting, you're going to see God move. Yes. And that becomes it turns into praise. Oh, 100 percent it does. 100 percent. So, I uh, it's been uh, this series has been fun for uh, for me because um, I've actually got to not have to do all four of them. Right. And um and it's not because of that. I'm not trying to get out from speaking because I love to speak. And mm-hmm. but I actually know that I learn when I'm not speaking. And I need to learn too, and I need to hear things differently from another perspective. And and um, you know, we're all wired differently. Right. You know, I'm, you know, I, I know how I am sometimes, and I know sometimes people don't always resonate with me. I turn them off and all that. And and then you got Todd, who's a little more. He's just got right, right. Here's the cold, hard facts of the truth right. of it. And then you're somewhere in the middle of that. So I think it's really good for people to get a different look at the reality of Christmas right. of what this actually is and, and I, I think we've done that so far yeah. i think we've done that yeah. i'm looking forward to uh, and the neat thing is is we didn't plan that all of us were going to be in luke chapters one and two either no we didn't it just, was a god thing it just happened god knew what he was doing well um a good day yesterday hope we have a great weekend yep. we got coming up but uh, i want to thank all those people in our connections cafe uh for yesterday for the yeah 
Bravo, bravo. A big thank you to you guys down in Connections Cafe. I know that we had, um, you know, Robin Neal was down yep. there in the Federers and I know, um, some other people to help out with the reception for Todd and Lynn. Awesome mm-hmm. job. Cake was awesome and just people standing around and, um, and I also want to encourage you all who are listening to keep praying for Todd and Lynn as Todd uh, turns the page here yep. and moves into a new chapter in his yep. life and, um, you know, we just uh, wish them well and keep praying for them and, you know, even though he's not here, he's still in the kingdom of God and yep. we're going to keep serving the same God and glorifying him. And I think that's awesome how God, how God does that. Brandon's already mentioned uh, Christmas weekend coming up. And so do not forget uh, Christmas Eve, Saturday, three and five and one service on Sunday at, at, at 1030. So, um, I, I think it'll be good. It's going to be great. Forward to yeah. it. Um, Always my, and I was telling somebody this yesterday, Christmas Eve especially, but Christmas weekend on, you know, weekends like this where Christmas falls on Sunday, but Christmas Eve is always my favorite service of the year. Really? I think people are, they just come truly, for whatever reason, ready to worship. Wouldn't it be great if it was like that every day? Every week. It would every be day. Yep. Um, and then... We've joked around about it, but we we don't know what the weather is going to be. So, and just in case we get some hard, hard weather, because um, I'm hearing all kinds yep. of reports uh, forecasted. Um, I know we have a policy here, but it'll if something happens, we have to cancel out. Not just for this weekend or any time during the winter. That's posted on our website, on our website, Facebook, Facebook page, and that's also on channel. Ten, I think it's Channel Ten in Columbus. We have, yes, we have the ability to get that on there, so that will be posted on there. Or, but the know, best way is to go website or website Richwood.Church exactly. for our website or our Facebook page. And we've already mentioned this too, but let me remind you again so you can spread the word. And I put this, this is going to be in the connecting with Craig this week, this way. Um, worship. Old acquaintance be you talking about Chris, or New Year's Day? Yeah. Here's what I've done. Okay. Justin. To mine. <laughs> oh, we my just lost God. all of yeah, our viewers. I, I don't even know what I was talking about. Hey, guys, welcome to Grounded for our last. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I put worship as one on day one of the new year. Look at you Think about it. I got you, got creative. Wow. So uh, yeah, New Year's Day, twenty twenty three falls on um, you know first Sunday of January. So we're only one service that day, ten thirty a.m. ten thirty a.m. So come one, come all, right? And then just um, I encourage you guys if you don't get the mid, uh, midweek uh, connecting with Craig, you can call the church office. You can get set up. Email us. We'll we'll get you on there. We've got all kinds of stuff that um, you know are coming up in yep. uh, January with women's Bible studies. We've got the Kingdom Man coming up, and we got a lot of stuff um, that that are taking place. So I uh, just encourage you guys to stay connected. I um, again I can't believe that I would ever run into anybody that says I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to tell you, if you don't know what's going on, that's on you, brothers and sisters. Yep. That's totally on you because yep. we get it out. You just ain't listening or you're not picking up on the message. So um, so please tune in. That's on you. Uh, if you're over 20 years old, tune on in, tune on in and um, and get, 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 get this right. And make sure you know what's going on and get involved. So absolutely. Boom, boom. The connection with Craig is really good because it. Reminds me of things too. Like, does it? I read it every Wednesday. I'm like, oh, I forgot that was going on. Exactly. And I work here. This is true, right? Do you? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you can start figuring out your own video stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, any big plans for you this week? Mm. 
Christmas. Well, yeah, I, I do have plans. I'm going to spend it with um, a family. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it will be. We're going to go down th- – well, we're going to go on Thursday okay. when it's raining at 45 degrees. Mm. And we're going to be coming back on Friday when it's 12 and they're saying snowing. So Taking gonna, your truck so you got four-wheel drive? No, nah, probably take the van. Yeah. Yeah, because we got a lot of presents. Oh, I yeah. could probably load them up in there, but – you know, here's the thing. I love Cincinnati, but um, the street, you know, my son lives in our house, and the street that we live on is very congested. It's a small yeah. street, and, um, you know, I just don't want to park my truck on the road because uh, there's really no room. Especially and, if there's a chance of snow. Yes, people get sideswiped, mirrors get knocked off, and yeah. cars get backed into. I can't tell you how many, how often I've seen that in the time that we live there, so have a really difficult time parking out. The van, not so much. You know, it's right. like, oh, that I can get that worked on. Exactly. So, yeah, but uh, anyway, good deal. But yeah, so that should be fun and get back uh, hopefully within not too terribly weather. And All right. but yeah, we're gonna we have we have some Christmas things that we like to do with the family and get to we're gonna do Christmas early on Friday and then we're all going. One of the things that we started doing a number of years ago was going to the spaghetti factory. There you uh, go. After we opened presents, and you know it's pretty pretty nice. And, um, it's my gift to no clean up, no clean up. And it's really good. It's For a sure. really good place to eat. And um, awesome. the family enjoys it. And I love watching the grandkids eat spaghetti. You know, they, cause the oh, spaghetti man. factory doesn't break them up. You know, it's one big long one. So oh, yeah. I look over, um, a couple years ago and I think it was, uh, Clayton. He's just, he's keeps sucking a spaghetti. Like in Lady it. in the tramp. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. <laughs> I just wanted to snip it. <laughs> That's great. That's great. We did a family, uh, family get together the other night with Allie's dad's side of the family and we did something different. I was telling you this earlier. We did pasta night or not pasta, but Italian. Right, right. So there was breadsticks and there was, you know, we did a, um, a Olive Garden crockpot chicken pasta dish and there was regular spaghetti because as you said, the grandkids have to have that. You know, my kids would live on spaghetti, I think. Actually, I could too. Yeah. I love spaghetti. But it it was good. It was, it was different, you know, because normally you're doing turkey and ham and green bean casserole and, and, you know, cheesy potatoes and all this stuff and, so it was like it was different for a change. Ooh, I'm getting hungry, right? That it's, sounds fun, though. That we're going to really quit the good. podcast, and Craig and I are heading to Dur Dutchman. <laughs> oh my, that sounds good. Right? That, that's some good comfort food exactly. on a cold, cold day, right? Yeah. Um, we um, hey, I just want to thank everybody for hanging in there for this past year and listening. And yeah, I know sometimes absolutely. we ramble. We talk about baseball. We talk about all kinds of stuff. And um, but the whole thing of this podcast is that Brandon and I would be having some of these conversations anyway. Maybe not to the degree of like, you know, rehashing the sermon mm-hmm. or that, but so with that, we decided, Hey, well, let's just set some mics up in front of us right. and you can kind of see what takes place. We wanted the whole podcast is we wanted you guys to feel like you're actually in the room with us. Exactly. And, um, you know, and I've heard that before. Hey, I feel like I'm sitting in there with you guys. Right. And that's kind of the way that we wanted it to, um, wanted to, to be, um, next year, I'm hoping that we're going to go off site, uh, maybe somewhere. Um, we may try to, when it gets warmer, you know, try to say, Hey, at, Meet Brandon and I. We're going to be at the Der Dutchman on this date for so and so. Meet us for lunch or dinner or yep. whatever, and we'll see what happens. But um, I uh, just really appreciate you guys hanging in there and listening. Thank you for um, putting up with all my jabs with Justin Bieber, yoga pants, and hey, no worries. You know Bryce Harper, and you, you know what? If you can't make fun of yourself, who are you going to make fun of? Well, I'm not making fun of me. I'm making fun of well, you. I'm talking about me. Okay, you know, gotcha. That's gotcha. what it is. I can make fun of you too, so it's okay. Well, you do. I mean, I do. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't really preach that long. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Hey. Okay, hold on, hold on. Come, Before you say it, come on, this come on. weekend, you did. Yes. You were right on time. I was on time. You were on time. And yeah, so kudos to you. Well done. Thank you. And this coming weekend, I'm excited to see how 
How'd that go? I'm going to still have her set the clock at 35 minutes. Oh, no. That's going to throw me. I'm going to have to do math. Just so when it comes down, it's like, and it says <laughs> 14 minutes and 22 seconds, you're going to be like, yes. Cause here's what I, here's my plan. That for means that. you've went over by 20, by six minutes. No, me, uh, it'll still be in the green. Yes, but over what you said you're going to be. Well, that's true, but yeah. you know, it, 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 just bear with me. Okay. Right. And then, so if I, if I got like say 15 minutes or so on the clock. You do not get to bank that. For I, next I enroll year. that into no, next don't. year. Not happening. So if I do that, three services, think about this now. Come on, work with me. That is 45 minutes of free extra time in 2023. He's just looking at me like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, though, thank you all for putting up with our <laughs> junk, for being here with us. I love, I do too. I love having the conversations with people and they're like, oh man, um, Sue the other day, she was like, you two are too funny. I'm like, honestly, we're just being ourselves. Exactly. It's like this, you know, like Craig said, these are conversations we were going to be having. We're going to be picking on each other no matter what anyway. So we might as well pick on each other and let you hear right, it. Right. Exactly. So, but no, it's been good. And, and, and truthfully, you really do love Justin Bieber. Not at all. Although I did send you a snap. All right, let me text Allie real quick. <laughs> I was listening, we were listening to holiday favorites and normally it's, you know, uh, most of it's, you know, Bing Crosby and Nat King Cole and Andy Williams and uh, Roy Rogers and all that stuff. And then you've Gene got Autry. You know, every Gene Autry or was it Roy Rogers? Did I say Roy Rogers? Oh, Roy Rogers does. He's in there too. Yeah. 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 Gene Autry. And then, you know, every sixth song is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is Ugh. You. And so like I skipped past that. But Justin Bieber had one the other day and it was good. He sent me the Snapchat of it and I sent back my bitmoji of spitting coffee out. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I put Justin Bieber's picture in the, in the Snapchat. It was, it was good stuff. Oh my gosh. How about that Snapchat this morning of my picture hanging in the picture frame above the, above the fireplace? I like that. Your dad also sent me the same picture with his picture in and it. I got one. That's where I got <laughs> it. My mom sent it first and then I got one from my dad and it was, here we go. It was, so if you want to hear a good Justin Bieber Christmas song, he looks like he's 12 in that picture, mm-hmm. rocking around the Christmas tree. There you go. Oh, I'm sure it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. That's good. sure it's the best Christmas song at all. Yeah, I don't know about that. Is that what you guys do when you're putting up your Christmas tree? No. Rocking around the Christmas tree? Yeah, okay. No. Yeah, I got no. you, got you. Well, hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Hope to see you this weekend. And uh, for at 3 or 5 on Saturday or 1030 on Sunday. And, Brandon, I hope to see you at... Three, five, and, and hopefully ten thirty yeah, on Sunday. Here. Yeah, I hope so. But if not, um, I'll be like, "Where? What do we do?" You're gonna read a couple scriptures, and we'll be out. Go home. We'll do the we'll do the sermon. I'll have I'll have the scripture readers read their scriptures, and Jocelyn and Jocelyn can handle it. She'll lead. I'll just sleep in Sunday morning. Yeah, well, they, really not happening. Not with three kids. You know, if we live stream the three, then. You could just play that for me on 5 and 10.30. We'll just do it for both of us. You and I can stay home at 5 and 10.30. Hey, it's going to be live streamed in person. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great rest of your year. Tune in. Uh, beginning of the year, we may throw a uh, surprise mm-hmm. episode in a little quicker off the top of the year and uh, get things started there. So Merry Christmas, Craig. And Merry Christmas to you, Brandon, Thank and everybody you. else.